0: There's joy in every journey.
2: So
3: I wonder if Michael Strahan knew what he knows now. <laughs> really if he would it hit him, would, him a little harder, yeah, would
2: have took the 15. Um, I was looking at that list. I didn't know this. Do you know who's number four? You'll never know. Who number no. Four is. See if Trista knows who's number four.
3: Number four on the all-time all time NCAA scoring list. Yeah.
2: All right. Anybody in the chat knows number? Random
3: four? Random way to begin the conversation, Trista. No.
4: It's a no. I'm not a nope. I'm not an encyclopedia that way. That is not my strong suit. No.
3: Who is it? The L train. Lionel Simmons. I wouldn't. You could have given me
4: that. a million guesses. Do
3: you know who Lionel Simmons is?
4: The name He's sounds a- familiar, but I don't know him. No.
3: King's legend, Lionel Simmons was part of the very the early, uh, just bad. There, there's been a lot of bad basketball in Sacramento, Trista. Not just recently. Uh but when the franchise first got yeah. here, he was he was one of the names everybody Lionel knew. Lionel Simmons
2: from LaSalle. I know you're familiar with LaSalle. Oh
4: yeah, LaSalle is legendary. Also, what is legendary is Damien's jacket. <laughs> that was the first thing that caught my attention when I was in the chatty house. I was like, Ooh, we got a little uh, half and half here thing going on. The jacket
2: on. is fire. The jacket is fire. They've been getting on fire. his head about the, the the uh the turtleneck today.
3: There's been speculation. It must be cold out. No, there was speculation that I, it was, I was in fact not with him.
4: He's got work. hickeys. It's the hickeys on his neck he's trying to hide. He's getting at work. And That's so he's story. like, listen, let me it protect myself.
3: You a wild dude, man. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, Trista Crick. Commissioner Crick, uh, for listeners of the uh, Heat Check podcast. Mm. Is, uh, she has worked diligently to try to fix the association and recent episodes a couple of things that i heard in the podcast I want to talk about i want to bring you into this conversation are you are you do you buy the lakers
4: no no i do think that they got a lot better i don't understand though why people aren't more outraged that they were able to pull these trades off Oh, facts mm-hmm. you know like yeah. how do you get jared vanderbilt malik beasley and d'angelo russell for Russell Westbrook in a couple of one first round pick in a couple of seconds. Doesn't, 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 doesn't pass the smell test. Danny Ainge me. was
3: paying off a bet. That's, 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 yeah. that's, that's what we've come to. The, the Danny Ainge was paying off a golf bet to Rob Palenka
2: mm.
4: has to have been because one, we know Rob Palenka would never be smart enough to make that trade on his own. Mm. And Danny Ainge always wants to be the winner in every single trade. He does. This mm. wasn't even close he gets rid of Mike Conley. Okay, you're getting the money off your books. I do not care. You get one first. That's just not him. That's oh. neither one of them.
2: No, no. Yeah, something's fishy there. Something's fishy. We need Commissioner Crick to investigate.
4: Well, I don't. I don't investigate tampering as the commissioner. That's that's
3: right. That's that's true. She was just like, hey, let it ride. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say if you snitch, I'm going to investigate you? <laughs>
4: Yes, <laughs> you, if you want to rat out the Chicago Bulls for getting Lonzo Ball, which obviously karmically did not work out for them, now I am currently investigating you.
2: I'm going to have to listen to this episode. I was listening earlier when you broke down the, I don't know what day it was because I went back and listened to it, but she broke down the Kings Clippers game.
3: Yeah, I think that today. was Tuesday's. Yeah, yeah. fourteen so I gotta,
2: minutes I didn't hear, of. I didn't hear just Commissioner love. Crick though. I got to go back and hear
3: that, that, that. I think that was today's or yesterday's. I listened to it mm-hmm. this
4: morning. Yep, today's. Um,
2: <laughs> Snitches.
3: Well, we got the we got the rematch tonight. Uh, the, the 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 rematch of what you call the greatest regular season game of all time. The Clippers. So what's wrong with the Clippers? Let's start there.
4: I don't know if they enjoy playing together as a team. They certainly don't try very hard. The The thing that was so phenomenal about the Clippers-Kings game in that 176-175 game is everyone was trying a lot. Mm. For whatever reason, they got up for that game. Maybe it was the excitement of Russell Westbrook's first game as a Clipper. He played really well. You know, obviously, Kawhi was on a whole other level. Kawhi, I don't think, was appreciated enough in that game because mm. he was he was draped. People act like the Kings weren't playing defense. They were trapping Kawhi. They were swarming Kawhi, and he's hitting step back threes like a robot. He mm. looked so good. So I I think for the Clippers, it's just a chemistry thing. I like Tyloo. We talked about Tyloo a lot. The motivation for this team doesn't seem to be there. Obviously, the the Russell Westbrook minutes with Plumlee aren't great. Mm. And obviously, Zubak not being healthy help like hurts them a lot. He helps them as a team in a lot of different ways. He can get 18 rebounds in a game very easily. You're not getting that sort of production from Mason Plumlee. They just don't look good, do they, outside of the the, the real stars. And I,
3: I don't – I'm sorry, Casey, because okay. I don't think we mentioned this on the air. I know we did during the commercial break. Uh, Zubak is questionable tonight. Everyone knows Kawhi is out tonight. Norman yep. Powell and Marcus Morris are both out tonight. Jason Preston.
4: Hence the eight and a half. They're of just course, punting this, Jason punting this game because game, it's a eight and a half point line Vegas has. Mm. For. How
3: can you punt a game when you've lost four in a row?
4: Doesn't make sense. Also, what I would say, very clear, similar situation to how I would describe when the Lakers were, what, nine and a half point dogs when I came to town. Yeah. Mm. Too big of a number. Too big of a number in a rivalry game. I don't care that Kawhi's not playing and Norm Powell's not playing. Zubok's probably not playing either in this game. I, I have no qualms with taking the Clippers plus eight and a half, especially if you want to maybe do something in the first half, like if you can get a plus five or something. From I know we don't talk a lot about betting on this show, <laughs> but I saw that line and I said, oh, well, there must be multiple guys out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you talked about, like, Mason Plumlee and, and kind of missing Zubak or whatever. Trista, uh, tell me, you, you see him a lot as well. It feels like Zubak is a – he fits that team with how he finishes around the rim a little better than people give him credit for. We know he's a really great rebounder. He's top 10 in the league this year. But, like, he'll finish. And so many times in the last couple of games, at least, uh, Mason Plumlee just isn't a finisher around the rim.
4: That's the reason that he was able to be acquired for a very low, a very low price. He's just—he does some things really well. He distributes the ball really well. He's a smart player. He's a player that off the bench can give you some great minutes. But you don't want to be starting Mason Plumlee. That is not a goal for you as a franchise. If that's your starting center, you are in trouble. Mm. You are in trouble, and that's where they're at right now. The Terrence man experiment—they're gonna have to probably go back to that. Yeah. They don't have a point guard. They don't.
2: They don't play Bones. I don't know. I don't know why they don't. I mean, there's I mean, some
4: smoke and fire there, isn't there? There has to be. Yeah, he gets yeah. on a team, and all of a sudden, he's getting DNP CDs. Mm.
2: It's why? Crazy too, because I like Bones, man. Like, I, I don't know what the deal is, but I, I think didn't when they played uh, Denver, weren't they booing him? Was yes. the crowd booing him? Like, damn, he was only here for 20 minutes.
4: If I don't know anything about a player, and I don't have any intel, I'm always going to side with the player. That's just what I do. So in my estimation, because I don't know why he was disliked on the team, but I know he was. We talked about the Jamal Murray thing when I was mm-hmm. in Arizona, that being a possibility of an issue. But I have a word that I will say I just automatically fall. That's my word for this, these people. and Because this happens to me. Tree shaker. Bones Highland might be a tree shaker, which is that you're rattling the branches and people don't like it. You're Mm. asking too many questions. Mm. You're pointing out flaws in a system. You're pointing out things that don't make sense, even if you just arrived.
3: Wrote a four-page proposal about something like that in the last (laughs) 24 hours. (laughs)
4: It's like, hey, we need you to stop asking this. This is not your job, Mm. Bones Highland. And Bones Island's like, but I, um, I'm i affected by these things. That's my just immediate thought whenever someone is just in the doghouse everywhere they go. If I don't have the real intel, that's where my head goes.
2: It's uh, it's weird, real quick, it's weird with, with Bones Island because I obviously I don't know him. I haven't seen a whole lot of him. But when you watch him, you know, last year in the playoffs and with his run with Denver, seems like great vibes. That mm-hmm. seemed like one of these, like, a day with Bones Highland things, and he's with his family. Seems I don't like... know why that made me laugh. <laughs> he seems like a good bones. guy. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem like he's some type of jackass or a jerk or something like that. So the fact that people have problems, to be honest with you, Trista, what you said sounds more feasible than the fact that he's some bad guy that that we just don't know about.
4: Yeah, yeah. Bones Day.
2: It's a Bones
3: Day. A day with Bones. Who wouldn't watch
4: bones. that? <laughs> A life in the a day in the life of bones. Uh,
3: your your juvenile sense of humor is as bad as ours. Uh, James Ham reporting from our kitchen uh, says uh, De'Aaron Fox has been upgraded to available for today's game against the shorthanded clippers. Rashawn Holmes uh, is out uh, with a non-COVID related illness. So what year,
4: what year do you think we get to before the illnesses have to be specified as non COVID related?
3: Never. (laughs) I don't think it happens. Yeah, I don't, I I, I think we're a long (laughs) way. Until we get to the next 2050,
4: 2050, some kid you've never heard about out with a non COVID related illness.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The the, the next president's going to come in. We're getting rid of this non COVID realness stuff. (laughs) That's out of but here.
4: Wanna, we're just not even going to be able to say the word COVID anymore. <laughs> right.
2: right. I want to. I want to address that because I just want to talk to King's Twitter for a little bit mm. because there was a lot of people trying to stir a pot a little bit with the Imagine. the last DPOG picture, and they're like, "Oh, Rashawn wasn't in it. Is he not bought in? Stop, stop. Man wasn't feeling well. It seems like so." No, Rashad Rashawn been bought in for for seventy games. All of a sudden, he's not gonna be bought in. But, like, stop. But that
3: game against Oklahoma City <laughs> Thunder really put it over the top. Stop. He just had it. We're always looking for something, even when things are good. Looking for something. <laughs> something. Knock it off. you
4: got too much time on their hands. Honestly, <laughs> that's what
3: it is, man. That's yeah. what it is. Um. Oh, did you? I know you weighed in. Like, you got something on John Morant.
4: So, uh, I think he's the best show on planet Earth Wow, on on, on the court. Like for basketball, like he's much. the best show on planet Earth. He not better, he not better he's
2: not a better show than Kyrie.
4: He's a better show than Kyrie on think the court.
3: I, I, think, I, I think I agree with Kenny. I, I'm a Ky, I like Kyrie more. Kyrie.
4: I love Kyrie, but on a Tuesday in January, on a Friday in March, all the same to Ja. You're going to see things on a night to night basis from him that.
3: What about a Saturday afternoon at the mall?
4: (laughs) You know, I mean, it gets wild there too. (laughs) Where's the day in the life with John Morant? (laughs)
2: I'll (laughs) say that's a different show (laughs) that he's putting on there.
4: That's a show for a world star. (laughs) Come on now. I don't know why he. Somebody needs to take him aside. And Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, you know, T Morant is just around a little too much. And now, and now I'm starting to wonder should we be asking why T Morant finds himself around as often as he is? Mm. Does he know his son better than we know his son? Where he has to say, Listen, I'm just here to stop him from doing something crazy. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing my thing, and I'm, and everybody's like, Oh, you're the LeVar ball. You're, you're around a little bit too much. But who's the one allegedly, allegedly to say, Hey, John Moran, if you don't take your ass back inside the house with the gun inside your waistband, you need to bring your ass home Mm. now. So I think theres he's one bad decision from ruining his life, one bad decision away from ruining, obviously, his career, changing the league, because he could be the face of the league Mm -hmm. if he doesn't keep doing this. I think that's set up for him. Powerade endorsement, John Morant, one sponsorship, mm-hmm. people like him. He's a likable enough guy when he's not doing this tomfoolery. I and don't I don't know, like, I, I don't know why he wants to, uh, like curb stomp people who throw a basketball at his head. It's like little man syndrome. It's yeah. like, John, you can dunk on people. You, you fly. You do things that we've never even seen. You don't need to be insecure enough to to choose violence where violence is not necessary.
2: See, the interesting thing, Trista, this is just me. I've never found him that endearing. I just haven't. Like I, I don't, I don't not like him, but I'm not like drawn to him the way other people are. It just does a little too much, you know. When you talk about, you know the. Uh, all the theatrics and, and you know all the extras he does you know after he makes a bucket or something like that. Um, I think he's a little whiny on the court. He's kind of kind of a flopper like if I, if I'm getting on Luca for a lot of this stuff, like I think John does a lot of the stuff that Luca does. Like, Doesn't
4: Steph do a lot of the same thing that Ja does? He does the poo-poo dance and the too small and the night-night, and he's yelling at reps because he's not getting calls when yeah, they he, touch his legs and he falls. Yeah, yeah. The-
2: no, he does that. I hate the little kick-out thing that he does or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But I, I don't know. I've just never found Ja that endearing, or, or even back in Murray State. Like, I wasn't – like, it was cool. Like, I, I like what he can do on the court, but it wasn't that endearing. But with all that said – like I definitely don't want him to see to see him go out some type of way, you know. I, I want him to be able to get everything under control and 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 steer the ship the right way. As I mentioned it the other day. I mean, my son likes John ja Moran. Like they're there, I I got a ten year old kid that looks up to this guy the way I used to look up to Jordan or Iverson or something like that. Um, and I don't, you know, he'd be crushed if Ja did something really crazy and and, and found himself out of the league or anything, man. So. Um, that and just the fact that I don't want to see, you know, another young brother go down the wrong road. I, I hope he can can change things around and he has the team around him to do that. That's the thing. I think his I don't circle crash. His circle is the said it the other day, it's the worst circle of all time. Cause dude, like, should I do it? Yeah, do yeah, it, job. Hell yeah. What? And
4: more. And more. What? Seventeen curb stops, not five. <laughs> go extra hard on him.
2: The worst this game.
4: guy, what's his name? Stack, not Stack. It's like Pat, Is it Pat? Pack, Pack, yeah. yeah this Pack kid, Pat can't go to the games anymore. No, oh. he's got the like the kitty cat laser beam to <laughs> oh, to do the PowerPoint presentation. And he's throwing it on Andrew Nemhard, and that's his that's his excuse. And it's not a scope with a laser on it. That they're putting, oh yeah, we just take the kitty cat lasers that get your. Pet all riled up, and we just decide we're gonna put it on somebody's forehead just for fun. Mm. Dump, 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 dump. I, I couldn't even. I tried to go in another. And one. they're trying to
3: move her to a Tuesday. How are we gonna get away with this on a Tuesday? unbelievable guys
4: i have to figure out a way to get all the hits on one day i have to figure it out
3: they're trying to move you to a
1: tuesday
4: i don't like it on a tuesday i wish everyone else would come to the friday honestly put put the rest of them and and to be honest you really don't count to my obligations so if you guys want to keep it friday
3: no i'll do friday we'll talk about what's best for you yeah yeah, yeah. that's what we will get worked out absolutely that's but funny. I
4: want it to be a popping day. Like I want people it, to be like, well, "Oh yeah, it's Friday."
3: Today been a day. Like I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that today. Today been a day. No, I I don't think he's there to st- get. He likes attention, mm-hmm. and I for for me with T, you know that like you, you 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 catch him, yo, yo, Josh's dad looks just like Usher. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have your moment. Oh, that's cute. Ja and Usher are sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I needed to see T. Morant. Right. He's not there to protect Ja when he's getting in a fight with Shannon yeah. freaking Sharp, mm. courtside. Yeah. Like right. that's that's where like to, to to me like he's. I've been going back and forth on what to make of this, be, what to make of this whole thing with Ja and his circle, and I'm stuck on two things. They're studio gangsters, mm. which is just phony. Mm-hmm. Or they became bullies once they got money mm. because this all feels very recent. Mm-hmm. Like not at Murray State, mm-hmm. not in the first years of Memphis. This all feels very new. Mm-hmm. And it,
4: Last year and this year.
3: It makes me feel like Jaw's ascension has puffed a couple of people's chest out a little bit, including his own, mm-hmm. and they've just become bullies now because they feel like they could get away with it. Mm. And I don't know if there's a difference between a bully and a studio gangster in my mind. There is. Yeah. Like they're they're faking this whole life that they're not a part of when really they're just they're just bullies because they got money.
2: And that, well, that and, oh go, go ahead, ahead, Tristan. Tristan. Oh, go ahead.
4: I was just gonna say, and law enforcement doesn't care uh about either one of those things. They're not gonna be like That's oh you guys, you guys are just faking it. Like, yeah. oh, that was that was a gun that you were just bringing for show that you pointed at someone. Hmm. Oh, never mind. Like you're just corny, not right. doing things that are against the law. You can still go to jail just the same.
2: Yep. Yep. Nah, And and to what you guys said and what Damien said, the the story that the two stories that came out were those are bully tactics, right? Like those. You you what are you, what are you doing? Jumping a seventeen year old kid. At a basketball game, right? Like, yeah. what are you doing that for? And then, you know, you're going up nine deep. And then you, the, the circle, you talk about the circle as a whole. And I hate to do this because I don't know these people. So I could have it all wrong. But uh, mom, you at finish line, what do you got to call John ja for? Mm. Like, what are you calling him and putting mm-hmm. him, if anything? John, ja, I got a dispute. Don't come up here because you know what the thing is going to be. John ja Moran at the mall. Don't come up here. I got it. Good you bringing him into the situation for what? And then he comes in and you threatening the, the mall security. Like it's, it, it all seems like bully tactics. And it, did like you said, see
4: the, the quote that jaw had to, uh, after he had a little thing with Andrew Nemhardt and he, at the podium said, they were like, what happened with you and Andrew Nemhart? Yeah. And he said, yeah, I checked his temperature he didn't have a fever and you're like, come that's on, corny. That's very corny behavior. On, and what does it mean? If he has a favor, you're just going to swing. We're going to get a malice at the palace here against the 12th, 12th ranked Indiana Pacers. And this little kid from Gonzaga, who's probably six foot, nothing, yeah. 155 pounds. Right. This is what you're going to do. What are we talking about here?
3: I don't like job ja, bro. I don't like the way he's moving right Literally, now. Literally, no one
2: talks like that. Yeah, man. No I don't one. like the way he's moving right now, man. He, get his,
3: oh, he got to stop. He got to stop.
4: The likability factor is down in the dumps right now. I would say, yes. and no one's even discussing his Jaw Morant shoe for this Jaw One is probably the most expensive first signature shoe I've ever seen.
2: Well, see, $400. The, but I, I think that was just that All-Star one. Oh, And it might have been the resale for 400 Because I know it dropped on the, on the sneakers app. And I think it's like a $120 shoe. But it okay. reminded me of like the Paul Pierce joint. When Paul Pierce had his, he did a collaboration with PlayStation. And yep. if you could somehow find a way to get it when it dropped, it was regular price. I've if never could,
3: seen a PlayStation shoe in person. I don't know who those dropped I for. I ain't never you, seen yeah. one.
2: But if you could go to StockX, yeah, they were like four or five hundred dollars. So that might have been what happened with Ja. I actually like the shoes. I like the Ja ones. Like, there's a lot that I would like to like about Ja, but he can't stop acting like a jackass. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or
3: You win? They
4: are d- back, baby. They are so back. Last night placed another bet, because you know I had the plus four fifty right when they won the title. Put it in yeah. again. Let's do it. Let's ride. Thought there was gonna be never a better price. That was obviously a lie. Now you can get 16 to 1 for the for the Warriors, our dubs to win the mm. title. You can get eight to one for them to come out of the West mm. in a very Wide open West. Yeah. yeah. And you are now the five seed mm. and winning games with defense and flurries of points, just like the Warriors' identity was before. Without Steph, mm. they put so many buckets on the Clippers' head last night, they were up by 20 something points in the fourth quarter. So, Whoa, that happened fast. Mm-hmm. Dubs championship aspirations back on. <laughs> back on, baby. Back on.
2: I'm not there yet, Trista. I'm not there yet. I do see a little something, though. I see him cooking. I see him cooking a little something. Steph coming back on Sunday. I see him cooking, but I'm not there. I still don't don't believe it. I need more people.
4: What's your ideal? What are the, you guys, what is the ideal scenario? Not just to win the series, but just for like pure entertainment standpoint. Well, those aren't the same
3: thing. I don't think those are the same thing.
4: Okay, so, yeah, so just pure entertainment. What do you want? The Mavs. For a first round matchup. The Mavs with the Kings. The Mavs. Mavs. Why?
2: Cuz they think they're three. And they can't keep up.
4: What about for pure entertainment?
3: Well, it'd be fun
2: too. Yeah, no, it'd be fun to it, kick their one, ass.
3: there's no there's no <laughs> there's no playoff scenario that's not going to be entertaining for us. Right. The one that would get massive buzz and a phenomenal amount of work.
2: No, don't. No, don't. Don't. Don't produce around here, Trista. Do not produce. She's no. Not, OK. No, Let's no, show. no. Do not. Pro, do I, not I, produce was, I, around. I was
3: actually going to say uh, hashtag our dubs because <laughs> the Kings and the Warriors have never played in the playoffs together at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that the first time it would be happening, they would be playing each other would be massive. Of course, it would require us to be on the radio probably eight <laughs> times a day with ninety-five-seven the game, and that's probably the only series we would have to travel to. So it would be it would be a busy, you know, however many games it was. But that would be huge for this region. Yeah. Um,
4: Could you imagine if the Kings sent our Dubs home? Oh my oh. God. Can't Probably
3: nothing. I think sending our dubs home would be more gratifying than beating the Lakers for sure. Yeah,
4: but yeah. it's close. It is. Oh, very it's
3: very close. close. Yeah, it's very close. <laughs>
4: it's very it close. is
2: very close. But yeah, the Mavs are, that's the, I think the Mavs are easy work. Um, the they Warriors. They
4: not any defense. No.
2: And they don't have no, like they got, like we were talking about it. Uh, they need 80 the from Luca and Kyrie. They had, they had uh, Luca garden, Anthony Davis. They got nobody inside. Like, it's, it's it's all bad. But the one thing with the Warriors that, like, um, that will give me apprehension, number one, Steph Curry. Like, it would always give me apprehension. Second of all, I wouldn't enjoy it. I don't know if we talked about it, but it's much like the 49ers playoff run. Like, the 49ers-Cowboys game, for me, 49ers fan, out here in San Francisco or in Sacramento, dealing with Cowboys fans as well, it was just stressful, like it was not an enjoyable experience. Like it was just stressful, and when they won, it was just relief. That's how a whole series with the Warriors would be, for me personally. And I'm not interested. Give me the Mavs, so I can just enjoy beating their ass left and right.
4: You guys were phenomenally funny uh, talking about my co-host, uh, <laughs> who said you weren't going. The-, the-, the Kings weren't going to win a playoff series, and I told him in studio. I said you realize like what the analogy of that is, right? You're basically saying to somebody who's, who hasn't had any real luck with a woman in 20 years, not only is an Instagram model interested in sleeping with them, like it's going to be really fun, but she's not going to marry you. So there's the, there's the rub that's fine like we're not even discussing that but i actually think that the uh winning a playoff series is is a real possibility
2: real i think possibility. so too yeah
3: it absolutely it is, is. and your boy <laughs> is a
2: condescending little jackass hey, hey, how'd that go down trista how'd that go down how'd that go down
4: how did what like go down his, the, his the video? reaction I was not well, not, his, not video. his
2: video but did oh. it, did he see the reaction how'd that
4: i <laughs> saw that he, see the thing about it is he thinks that it's like helping his brand <laughs> and it's I try to tell him it's not the same as the Warriors nine and one it's not the same <laughs> at all one is a team that's been a dynasty and gone to the finals over and over and over again with one of the greatest players of all time on it one of the greatest coaches who is a former player on a hell of a bulls team okay. Like they are a behemoth who happens to just have a fan base that's super annoying about their behemothism. Mm. The other team hasn't had anything, and you're just kicking them before they even have a chance to rise. And then they rise, and you kick them again.
2: And we're done that's with not being stating, fam. We're done with being kicked. We're done. We're done. With
4: and now. That this tea, it's like the little brother. You kicked the little brother when the brother was eating, it was soaking up creatine, and now <laughs> he's got some muscles on him, and he's ready to hit you back, and you're not even ready for
2: it. That was weird. Bad we were,
4: analogy, good analogy. That no, was, was
2: perfect. Of, I loved oh. it.
3: <laughs> we were two seconds. Oh, hello, Kings fans. Yep. I wanna beat his ass. <laughs>
4: Have you guys ever seen? I the want to the treat show- that
3: dude like John Morant treats a seventeen-year-old.
4: <laughs> Have you ever seen the show Lost, where it's like, "Hello, hello, airplane crasher"?
3: Yeah. Uh, if uh, you, if, the if Darman you're the the, the Darman right initiative. Right now, yeah.
4: <laughs> you're seeing this video right now. You're stuck on a deserted island. It, it gave me very much like, what? What is happening? Tell him. <laughs> what tell
2: is- him we said change this tone. No, we don't, don't like the tone. Change the tone.
3: Don't tell him anything. I felt bad that I actually tagged you in that. I was like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done it that." It's
4: incredible. My other co-host saw it as well. We'll just keep it there. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: I'm, I'm I'm resisting the urge to say a lot here, so I'm not going to. <laughs> Do you got to go to work?
4: No.
2: Oh. Hey, you hey, have 28. Champ week. Champ week coming up next week. Oh, yeah. Tell you
4: what, it's gonna be so much fun. Big East tournament at the garden.
2: You going? You going to the garden?
4: I think so. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be up there. We you got a little in. we got a little something, something popping too. The, the other reason where I was trying to get off Fridays is because I'm actually taking off Bed tonight on every Friday that I do the fan. I told Ooh. them I'm done with this seven <laughs> days a week working for 12 months a year. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, you can't take any time off during the NFL season. So you got to take all your time when the NFL is not going. I'm like, well, that's when I do the fan. Mm-hmm. That's So I always have to do six days or, or what? Like, is that how we <laughs> – we got to figure this out. So Fridays now I'll be off. So I'm going to go up to, the, to New York, go to my orthodontist appointment. As you know, I've just been diligently going to. Mm-hmm. Good job. And uh, hopefully see some hoops. Hopefully get a little dinner popping. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring some – like a little iconoclast in the media space. Maybe do something like that. Wish all you guys right, were there. Right, all right. And uh, we'll do it that way. So that's okay. that's the story. Are you guys, who are you most excited to watch in March Madness?
2: be honest with you, nobody. I, I like – I've watched a lot of be following show. the Alabama story pretty closely. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't lie. There's that. I'm going to be paying that attention to that. That is going to be interesting.
4: Doesn't Brandon Miller give you like um, –
2: John John Moran. <laughs>
4: Kobe Bryant, uh, playing for his life while he's on trial, vibes that forty-two he put up. When
3: no, he the case. no, because Kobe wouldn't have hip thrusted during the uh, oh, the yeah. introductions
4: or the pat down. Like,
3: yeah, that's what he wouldn't yeah. have done. That.
2: Yeah.
4: No, yeah. that was where it ended.
3: Yeah, like yeah, that is. I'm
4: one of those people who read energy. like I'm an energy reader. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And I this means nothing. So don't – take it with a grain of salt because I could be totally wrong. But when I saw him live in person for the Phil Knight Invitational, and I was like, they were allowing you to go across the court, go as close as you want, film warm-ups, all that stuff, because there's just no rules in college basketball, I guess, for media members. <laughs> and I was trying to get Rob Palenka. I was trying to capture Rob Palenka all by himself on Pret- the baseline. Pretending so, like he was scouting. <laughs> yes. Just writing notes down, just like – Dear diary, today (laughs) I still don't have any first-round pick, so I'm I'm in the court trying to get Rob Palinka highlights, and uh, and Brandon Miller's right there, and just I don't know, man. I said it. I even texted a friend about it, and I was like, Brandon Miller gives me dark energy,
3: Mm, like
4: really dark energy in his eyes, like very not having fun vibes mm-hmm. kind of i don't know what i would say about it other than that like that's just the first initial instinct that i have and i've had it for other people before and been wrong so like i said take it with a grain of salt but when that came out i was like yep mm. that that isn't something that surprises me
2: oh not a good surprise. look not a good yeah,
4: look but also i'm I, i've thought about friends with uh, about about this with friends too like I don't know that you can give him the same level of uh, accountability that the two guys who were at the club and made that decision while you were not there. Mm -hmm. I think there is a level of not lack of accountability or lack of culpability, but how could you uh, like know that that was what was about to take place two minutes after you got to the scene? There's a lot
2: going on in that situation. Like, in it, I think a lot of people have their feelings and opinions about what he should have been thinking. But there's just a lot going on. Well,
3: eliminating so, uh, and and this is we talk about this with with college campuses like this all the time. Why did he have the gun with him? Hmm. Like, why why is that part of what you're doing that night? Why Hmm. is it? Why was it so readily available? Yeah. Cause if it, go get your gun.
4: Yo, I gotta he go. He had it on him. The what's his, his friend has it on him. He brings him to the club, and he's like, "Oh snap, I can't have the gun in the club. I'm just gonna leave it in your car."
2: Yeah. See, and 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 the Man. thing about like I've been in situations like that where me too. Somebody comes, somebody comes into the car with a piece. Mm-hmm.
4: And yep. And I say, bro,
2: you can't get in the car like this. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, like that's where it starts. You know yep. what I mean? Like yo, you can't. You gotta leave that here, man. Like if you're if we going somewhere or we're in some place where you feel like you need that, then I ain't just going. count me out in yeah, general. Like I ain't going. But we can't you can't get in the car with this, man. Like, nah, put that in the house. So that's kind of where it starts. But I mean, maybe he didn't even know he had it until Right. After and he that's got out.
4: until he texts him, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can conceal it, you could have it on you, put it in your sweatshirt. All kinds of things can happen. Yeah. Well, but it's not good. Nah. I, I think Alabama though as a whole is a flawed team. Mm-hmm. They can't get separation on their own. They have a hard time with really good perimeter defenses. You saw it against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Then they just essentially blindly go in, like take it inside and just throw it up, hoping to get a foul call. Then you're getting blocked, change of possessions, out into transition, lead balloons. Now you're struggling again. You can't get your own shot. And then it's night-night sleep mask. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to have a real trouble Real, real tough time with any of those tough defenses in the tournament.
2: You know, I've watched a lot of Big Twelve basketball this year because it's probably because it's the best conference in basketball. So I've watched a lot of uh, Kansas State, Kansas, TCU, Texas, all this other stuff. I really like Kansas State. I like uh, uh, what's the name, Keontae Johnson, in, yep. in the little point guard. Uh, I like that tandem. And they, they got a good little team. Um getting more familiar with the Pac-12, too, obviously I like what UCLA's got going on. Arizona, I watched them last night against USC. USC team that I think is actually, like, solid, and Arizona made it look relatively easy. So yeah. I haven't had – there's not one particular team that I'm, like, excited to look w- – watching the tournament. But um, I think there, there – even though it's been, like, kind of a under-the-radar college basketball season, I think it has potential to be a hell of a tournament.
4: Yeah, because there's just so much chaos that could happen, mm. right? I think Arkansas is being slept on. Mm. Nick Smith it was supposed to be a top five lottery pick before he got injured. Mm. He's now healthy. He put up, I think, 24 the other night. They're, they've got a bunch of guards. They're really fun. Eric Musselman, he's got that swag. He's a really good coach. Former Kings
3: yeah. coach. Former Kings yeah. coach. One of many. Eric
2: Musselman.
4: He's a he does the white boy uh, like underbite vibe <laughs> all the time. You know that's that's Eric Musselman. He's running around just coaching his ass off. So I like them. Those are the kind of the, oh, and I like Xavier. I like Xavier a lot. Ah,
2: that's that's one under the radar. I Xavier
4: hasn't even been discussed really. Yeah. Uh, and all Sean Miller has done is come into these programs. Xavier was one many years ago, takes them to the Elite Eight twice, Mm -hmm. Sweet 16 twice, goes to Arizona. They go to the Elite Eight twice, back-to-back years, in fact. So, Sean Miller, as dirty and scummy as he is, he finds a way to get teams to win. And they Mm. shoot really well from three.
3: And that's the cold piece about college basketball, college sports. The dirty, scummy coaches are really good. Mm. Yep. They – Magically make these programs incredible. Bruce Pearl
2: ready for another run.
3: Oh, what yep. Bruce Pearl did to anybody! But yeah, <laughs> just keep him out of Sacramento. He come <laughs> steal my barber like he used to in Tennessee. Brother Bruce,
4: brother Bruce,
3: brother Bruce. And his, his and did I
4: tell you guys about how when Auburn lost to Virginia? So Auburn it's lost to Virginia. in I
2: tell you, why everywhere?
4: And uh, I was told by my producer, hey go in and get footage for us for uh, from Auburn, get interviews with the kids in the locker room. And so I'm down there waiting to go into the locker room. And for whatever reason, as soon as they lost, because that Kyle guy and one, mm. they let me in. They just opened the doors to me. They just let me in. I'm just the only one in there with my little cell phone and a tripod. <laughs> and I'm looking around and it's just a training guy in there. They haven't even come in yet. I'm just in there, I swear to God, alone. That training guy, as soon as they lose, he throws the bag of equipment across the room. He's screaming. One's a grown man crying. And I'm like in there, I'm like, I am not supposed to be here. This is bad. <laughs> so, but, but it's like, I'm here. I'm here. I know I'm not supposed to be here. I know I'm encroaching, but I've been let in. So what do you do? You just keep filming. You just keep capturing. Kids come in. Kids are crying. Kids are screaming. They're yelling. They're cussing. The coaches are in there, and I'm just standing off into the corner, just <laughs> film, filming. It. So Bruce Pearl comes up to me, and he's like, "What are you doing? You, you can't be here. You gotta effing go like now. Who let you in here?" And I was like, "Them." He's like, "Oh no, you got." Do you see what's happening here? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, all fair points. Honestly, I'm just, I'll see myself out. He's like, give us 15 minutes or something. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, it is. It is. I'll have to show you guys the footage at some point.
2: Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Bruce. <laughs> Oh,
3: man. Goodness That's me. amazing. That's I can't wait for that Trista
2: Crick just, book. <laughs> Trista Crick that with a little tripod. When that book comes just, out, i like, just holding it.
4: You know? That's
2: a bestseller, man, when that book comes out, when that Trista Crick book comes out. <laughs> Bruce cussing, kids crying. There's Trista Crick with a tripod. <laughs> just
4: like, I wonder how long it's going to take before they notice that I'm here. You
3: know? Oh, that is amazing. That's a top five. Trista story. That's a top five allowed on the radio. Trista yes. story. Yeah, Yes.
4: for sure, yes. for sure. The other ones. Yeah, we'll the keep, other ones are for y'all. We'll keep those
3: for the steakhouse.
2: You yep. are amazing, Trista. Yeah,
3: I love you, you guys. I'll have. see
4: you guys next time. Whenever that next time. Day. Yeah,
3: we'll 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 text over the weekend and figure out. Worst what, what case, you want I'll do, do it, it
4: from wherever I am. Like you guys, let me cell phone, Trista. We don't even talk. The thing really that I'm trying to get away from is having to prepare on a day, uh, uh, day off. I don't really – this is not that, right? You're not yeah, going to be like, so tell me about Bellarmine. Mine, mine minus four and a half <laughs> tonight. Mine. And then I just
3: – Oh, that's I what I was thinking too. Meanwhile, Kenny asks you as the show starts, who's the fourth all-time <laughs> leading scorer? I was
4: like, we're not doing this. <laughs> we are not doing this.
3: <laughs> uh, we got you. Um, I'll check in with you over the weekend and we'll do it. All right, talk we'll to you soon. Love
4: your jacket. Thank Love you, you guys. Too.